morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Morning, bitches, and welcome back to Wellness for Real. It's your girl, Marlena, here with my co-host today, Felicia. How you doing? Good. Hey, everybody. Uh, so we took a little break last week. We haven't actually talked in, I don't know, quite a while. So we could catch yes. up a little bit. You just were on yeah. vacation. How was that? It was amazing. It was, it's been since 2020, March of 2020, since I've actually been on a real vacation besides like a couple days here and there. So it was way long overdue. And it was the first vacation I've done with my mom in probably 15 or 16 years. So it was That's pretty awesome. great. Yeah, yeah. And I was a little nervous because my mom be driving me crazy. So I was scared. <laughs> I was going to say like traveling with like family, especially like your parents um, can be like, it but you guys had a good time. Be. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, my mom and I, my mom had me as a young person. She was, you know, 18 when she had me. So we have a very, I'm an only child. So it's a very unique relationship when you have a very, you have a young parent. And so I was a little nervous, but it was incredible. I mean, it was really, really nice. Um, we travel really well together. We got along beautifully. And I think just having my husband's dad passed away um, just, you know, a few years ago, my best friend's mom is struggling with cancer right now. She's, it's been really brutal. And it was one of those things where I realized, you know, my mom's at that place where like, you know, life is short and I really need to just, you know, recognize that I need to enjoy the time I have with her and quit bringing a fucking brat. Like <laughs> I regress. Okay. Let me tell you, I, regress. Is, I was just going to say that. Isn't it so wild how, when we are around our family, we are instantly reverted back into our family systems. Like, it's oh just God. crazy. Like how quickly I'm like a 14 year old teenager <laughs> me up at the end of the block. You know what I mean? Like I'm totally like, I do that. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So it was beautiful. And you know, my mom lives alone. She's not married. And so just like getting up every morning and she's like, you know, it's really been great for me to get up every day and have someone there. And I didn't even think about that. And she's yeah. actually like a really happy, single, fulfilled life person. But yeah. like, I just didn't really think about what that's like for her every day to be alone, you know? And so it was really fun. We got up and went up for a walk every day on the beach and I made breakfast every day because I took your advice, which was really the best advice. Um, I'll tell you, like, it sounds really stupid. Everybody, it sounds weird that I've never done that before because yeah. I've stayed in many places that have a kitchen, but mm -hmm. I'm always like, no, I'm on vacation. You know what I mean? I'm not going to cook, you know, kind of a thing, but it was so nice um, to not have to go somewhere three times a day. <laughs> Let me tell you grocery shopping on vacation. <sighs> 
It's so underrated. And, and like you said, so many people have that mindset, right? They're like, I'm on vacation. I want to eat what I want, what I want. And it's like, it's not even necessarily about that. Like you're still, it wasn't. you, I bet I'm sure you still enjoyed some local foods and like yes. whatever, but for one financially, it saves you so much money because oh you're God. not eating out every single meal. Second, if you're on a wellness journey and just in general, like if you are a human being who gets hungry or hangry, like <laughs> I do being able to fuel your body with, you know, those just easy, like you said, like just making breakfast. Like when we travel, we always purchase breakfast and lunch foods, you know, so we'll get like eggs and bacon and, you know, some type of carb. And then we'll get like sandwiches and, you know, chips and snacks and stuff, protein bars, protein shakes, things like that, that like are easy to consume and eat. And it's not going to totally fill you up. It's not like you're going to be eating eggs and sandwiches all day, every day on vacation, (laughs) but it fills in that like in between time. Right. So like when you do go out, you're a lot less likely to way overindulge. You're, you're going to spend less money on going out to eat. You're not going to put yourself in those positions where you're like overly hungry. So then you're making food decisions just out of anxiety, right? Like how many times have we done that where we're like, I'm just hungry. I don't give a fuck where we eat. And you end up at a shitty restaurant and there's nothing worse than being catfished by a restaurant. Well, and if I'm having a cocktail, it's fucking like, uh, like, then I'm just like, I mean, like I'm crazy. Totally. Yeah. my mom and I were like, I'm like, so we went to, I've never been to a Publix. So I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I'm Publix. Okay. Like I'll always see people talk about Publix. So I was so excited. And so, but part of it was also, like you said, it's just sort of being able to be able to eat also when I want to, like, yes. I mean, you go out to eat, you gotta, you know, get, get there and you gotta wait and there's all that. And I just thought, and when I'm here and like, I, going out to eat is something I enjoy doing. I'm kind of a foodie, but I never usually go out to eat for breakfast. Cause I think it's a waste of fucking money. Cause totally. I pretty much like eggs over easy. I like kind of the right. same shit. Pay like $18 for eggs. Yeah, and bacon. I'm not like what the fuck? fucking eggs. You know what I mean? My <laughs> husband makes his own bacon. Like he has a smoker. Like, so I'm like, mm, I'm not doing that. So we, in, in where we stayed in Florida was this Island called Anna Marie Island. It's like a nine mile Island. It's beautiful. And they have all this different transportation that you can take that's free. And they have this trolley that takes you up and down the island all day and all night. Oh, that's so cool. We, Did you have to like take a ferry to get there? Nope. Or a driver, like we paid a driver or whatever. And it was like a hundred okay. bucks. It took about an hour to get there. Okay. But it was amazing. And so we, and they have a thing called a monkey bus, which you can call, it's like a little short bus that's all decked out and they, and you can call them, they'll come and get you. And then you just tip, like there's oh, that's no, awesome. you can whatever you want and they'll take you anywhere you want and pick you up or this trolley that pretty much sh- showed up in front of where we stayed every 20 minutes from six in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. And it just, because there's only kind of t- one road and they didn't, they, they don't want it filled with trap with cars. And then they also, people drive golf carts like cars. So, um, but I'm like, I'm not, I would have rented one, but I, oh, there's Xander. But I didn't, um, <laughs> but I didn't know that you had to rent one in advance. I just didn't realize. So uh, I didn't, and they only had like a six person one for like $800 for three days. And that was not happening. So we just did the trolley thing, but I took it to Publix. I probably spent a hundred dollars. They were, we were there for five days. Yeah. And so we literally made breakfast every morning, fruit, like, you know, eggs, breakfast sandwiches and then there if they don't do reservations so if you want to go out to dinner after five o'clock it's like a three-hour wait oh my god every day did a two o'clock 
kind of lunch thing where there was no one there. And then we would make at night, we would have some kind of like, like cheese and crackers or some kind of a yummy dinner. So we only ate out once a day and it was amazing. And then we'd watch the sunset with our wine and it was really the most relaxing trip I had in a really, really long time. It was amazing. And then I came home to just chaos, but otherwise it was <laughs> just work. That's chaos. just how it goes though, right? When you go on vacation, you just it come was, home to more work. It's hard for me to shut down. It's hard for me to, I mean, I looked at my email every day, but it's hard for me not to, it's just yeah. really challenging for me. So it was really nice for me to, I really needed it. So yeah, it a reminder that I have to do it more. I have to figure out a way um, because I didn't realize how stressed out I was until I wasn't. <laughs> I live in that, it's a constant state for me. I mean, I go, go, go from 4.30 in the morning till 9.30 at night, every single day. Uh, it's crazy. Like I'm sort of a machine I, and I didn't really realize it because I'm doing it for the last almost three years without a breath, really. So it was kind of like, oh, so this is what fucking it really means to relax. <laughs> well, I'm super proud of you for taking some time for yourself. Yeah. Um, and now you have to do it at least once a year. Okay. That's yeah, the new rule. Felicia needs at year. least one vacation a year. I'm going to do one with my mom every year and one with my husband every year. I have to do both. Yeah, I really do. So. So yeah, so I was really happy. So what about you? How, how are things going um, in your new place? Uh, really good. Um, it's really nice to have, like, I just feel like such a grown up. Like this is, this feels like such a grown up house. Like, how cute. Um, I don't know. Like our last house was so old. I've always lived in like old houses, you know? So it's like, they've always had a lot of character and, um, quirks and things like that. Like this house, like, I mean, mind you, we've only been here a week and a half, but uh, we're the second owners of this house and wow. the, the, the people that we purchased it from, like, wow, they took immaculate care of this place. The appliances, like I assumed a lot of the appliances were pretty much brand new. Most of them are like 10 years old and they're oh, like wow. in mint condition, squeaky clean, every little crevice, everything. So you can just tell that they put a lot of like love and care into this house, which like, that's how we are about our home too. So it was really nice because like our first home, when we purchased that, we were first time home buyers. Right. And it was in the city. And obviously we had a much smaller budget then. Um, and <laughs> when we per like the, the process of purchasing that house and this house literally were night and day like that house. And I'm sure there are realtors that we used had a lot to do with that too. Um, but when we purchased our first home, uh, every time we looked at it, there was people in it though. It was a rental property. Um, so literally there was like six people living there and a dog yeah. every time, every, when we went there, just even our, the first time we looked at the house, right. So you go to like a house to look at it. There was fucking people there oh my God. Then we went back, we put in our offer, um, you know, and did the inspection and all that. I was there for the inspection. There was people there. There's not supposed to be people in the house so that they can actually inspect everything. Right. There was a bedroom that like, couldn't even get inspected because there was like people people and a dog in it. Um, the day we closed on our first home, you guys, this is the most frustrating story ever. Um, we did our final walkthrough. The house was trashed. It was full of people, full of stuff. Like they hadn't even moved out yet. Like I've moved enough in my life to be able to tell whether someone's ready to move. And they were not ready to move. Like they were still packing and mind you, our, our close was in like a couple hours. And so I'm like, 
to my realtor, I'm like, and I don't know, because I'm a first time home buyer and we're not, we're not given like this knowledge and information, you know? So I'm like to my realtor at the time, I'm like, uh, can we push our close date? Like, this is ridiculous. This house is disgusting. There's still people in it. There's still stuff everywhere. And he told me, no, that you can't push the close date, which is a lie. That's totally false. That's the whole point of the final walkthrough. Um, so we were pretty much like pushed into our closing anyways. So whatever we did our closing and we come back to our new home and we gave them until I think like 8 PM or something to like be out and whatever. So we come back to our brand, our new home that we just purchased and they left their dog inside the house with no people with the door locked. So like, we don't know this dog and it was a big ass dog. Right. So the dog is barking and we're like, well, we're not comfortable going inside. There was still stuff in the house. They had chipped like the concrete, the steps out front. Like there was just a bunch of damage that they had done from like moving. It was a nightmare. It was awful. Oh my. We didn't actually get to step foot into our home until like two days later. (laughs) Oh my God. So that experience, and then I, and then I look at this experience, right. And like, yeah, we looked at houses for like eight months, but we were very particular about the houses we put offers in on and we were unwilling to sacrifice certain things in this crazy market right now. Um, and if you need home buying tips, we do have a episode on smart home buying and selling. So definitely listen to that. There's a lot of really great information in there. Um, but our realtor this time around was like, so amazing. Like. I could not recommend him more, um, DT realty if you're in Minnesota, but anyways, when we found this house, um, we put in an offer right away. We went right in and asking, cause that's what we felt like it was worth. We wrote a really good offer though. Like our, there were no contingencies there. It was like a solid ass offer. Um, and, but we put a timestamp on it, right. we're like, you have to respond to this by tomorrow or we're pulling our offer. And they were like, well, we want to wait through the weekend and see like what happens. So (laughs) we were kind of like salty, you know, we're like, we're giving you a really good (laughs) offer, but you know, then I reflected on it. I was like, we literally did the exact same thing. You know, we kept our house on the market for three days to get as many offers as we could. Um, so like, it's unfair of us to be like upset about that because you know, like they're trying, they want to give everybody a chance to come see it and put their offers in. Right. So, um, after some conversation, we did come back and look at it again. And I was just like, I don't know. I just, I was like, this is it. Like, it just feels like it, you know? So we did up our offer a little bit. Um, and they, we weren't even the highest offer and they did actually end up accepting our offer because we were able to close within two weeks. So our team had us like cleared to close in under a week. We could have closed like a week after we looked at the house, um, ended up being two weeks just to give everybody time to, you know, move and everything. But, uh, yeah, so that in itself, like just the process of getting in here. And then now that we're in here, it's like, the house is just like, like we can just live in it, you know, like it needs to be updated. And there's definitely things that I want to do aesthetically, you know, to make it look better and more upscale and newer. Um, but literally like we're just living in it and it's so wild because we've never been able to do that before. 
um, even before we bought our first home, you know, we were renting, but we were always renting these, like, I mean, we lived in the city, you know, so we were always renting these old creaky crooked, you know, spaces. So like this house is square, which if you ever lived in a house that isn't square, like when you, when you're in a house and you're like, oh, I can like measure this. And it's like the same on both sides of the room. You know, shit like that. I don't know. So it's, it's been really great. It's been kind of just a really, like, I know they say it takes like a while for a new place to feel like home. It was like instant, like, we're like, all right, this is it. This is home. Um, it is a little far from like you found like your gym and a park and like you found some, your, some of your places already. Yeah. I'm exploring the area with tons of trails around us. Cause we live in the fucking boonies now. So there's a lot of parks and trails and, um, a lot of stuff. Yeah. I was checking out the gym that's close by, but uh, they gave me a one free week to try it out. I don't think I'm going to be joining. It's literally four times the price of planet fitness. Um, oh my God. It's, it's like $60 a month and it's a tiny gym. Um, it's oh, just, wow. yeah, I'm just, I don't know. And uh, this is a small town, so it's very much so small town vibes. Um, and I listen, like I, I respect that for some people, the gym is like a social place, right? It ain't that for me. Leave no. me alone. Right. And I mean, I mean that with all due respect, but leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to know um, you. Yeah. I don't want to know you. I don't, I don't want you. I don't want to tell you about my workout. I don't want to know about your workout. Like just leave me alone. Um, so in that respect, I don't think the small town gym feel is for me, but that's okay. Um, building a at home gym. So yeah, that's what I figured you'd probably do. Yeah. I mean, there is a planet fitness about 30 minutes away. So I'm sure every once in a while I'll check that out, but, um, yeah, I'm just going to build an at home gym. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been an adjustment. It's a little different out here than this city. I'm used to seeing all different cultures and people and, people just being uh, something about Minneapolis. Like, I, I don't know. I grew up in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is not this way, but in Minneapolis, people are like the perfect balance of friendly and leave you the fuck alone. It's a vibe. There's a, it vibe. is a vibe. A vibe. It, it really is like, it's just, it's, it's, I love it so much. Um, but you know, we wanted something a little quieter and, um, all that. And we definitely got that. It is very <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Um, which I love. Um, but yeah, it's hella white. Um, so that that's an adjustment for me. Um, like even yesterday, I was telling Adam, I went to Aldi and I was mean mugged by literally every fucking woman in almost nine out of 10. I counted them. Every bitch in that store just mean mugged the shit out of me. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> why um uh, one lady literally looked at me up and down did the full-on up Go and on. down and then rolled her eyes at me I oh no oh. and I was about to fight somebody in Aldi but then I had to like <sighs> woosa myself <laughs> and remind myself of all the inner work I've done yes. um and I've learned killing people like that with kindness is the best way to the do it way. so I just looked at her and I, yeah I just looked at her and I said can I help you and she got very uncomfortable and just turned away from me and walked away. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. So that's an adjustment. 
but you know, it is what it is. And as places grow, uh, so will their demographics. So, yes. you know, um, so it is where I live, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it's going pretty good though. Still obviously getting things, uh, set up lots of boxes doing it little by little though. The dog um, is probably really happy though. The dog is happy, but he does not have a fence. So he's going out on leash right now, which he's not super happy about. Um, but I just got an invisible fence. So I officially live in the suburbs. <laughs> so Everybody well, out here. It's so weird. Everybody out here, like their dog is in their front yard. So I'm like walking oh, him and I'm so like, weird. And I'm Isn't like, that weird. It's That's so how it weird. is in my neighborhood. I go, why is your dog in your driveway? And you have a backyard. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Even people who tie up their dogs, they're tying up their dogs in their front yard. And I'm just like. In the driveway. I'm like, why is your dog in the driveway when you have a fucking backyard? Like, what's the deal? Like, it's it's so weird. weird. (laughs) So weird. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, most of our invisible fences in the back of our house, there is a little bit just so like if we are in the garage or whatever, right, he can be out there with us. Right. Um, yeah, but yeah, the whole dogs weird. in the front yard things, very strange. Well, um, and in my neighborhood, people don't have the electric fence in the front yard. So they run out, chase each other, chase people, chase children and other dogs. I mean, right. it's fucking ridiculous. Actually. I'm like, what the hell? I don't know. Off leash dog. Weird people are my least favorite kind oh of people God. and they're everywhere it's in the city everywhere. it's in the suburbs it's in the country everywhere you yeah. fucking go my there are people who think that they like can just their dog can just be oh. off leash our whole fucking neighborhood i literally come home with dogs in my garage in my backyard <laughs> okay and i have you see my dog my dog is six fucking pounds you know what i mean he's a squirrel to most yeah. dogs. i'm like dude right. your dog you have a 80 pound german shepherd he cannot be in my fucking yard you know what I mean like like what is the deal like it's so weird but there is one little dog her name is Mishka and she's like a 15 pound little mini German shepherd I don't know what her what she actually is but that's what she looks like and she does come to my door every day for a treat and that doesn't (laughs) like I literally open the door and she's standing there waiting for her treat and Xander it's the only dog Xander likes but otherwise I'm like dude but she's running down the street I'm like your dog's gonna get hit by a car like it's it's a really a weird thing I don't know what that's all about but yeah okay so how far are you from your old house like what's 45 minutes okay so that's not too terrible is it I don't know I'm such a city person that like for me like 15 (laughs) minutes or less is like that's my area. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's an adjustment, but I have everything, like all the stores I need within 10, 15 minutes. So it's just a matter of like the city is 40. When my friends come to see me, they're like, dude, you are far. I'm like, dude, it's like 25 minutes. So like, bitch, you're over an hour away from from me. Yeah. We're really, we live on opposite ends of the Metro now. Totally do. We do. I know my friends are like, Oh, we're going up North to see Felicia. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And it's 25 minutes, but it feels like a different world when you come here. Yeah, it really does. Your area is definitely more, I would say bougie. Yeah. Um, Where I'm at is more rednecky. Mine is like Desperate Housewives and Deliverance. Yes, house. definitely very like yeah. Stepford wife Their vibes. And Deliverance had a baby. That's where I live. <laughs> yep, it's rich. And I'm like, I'm like, if like, um, if like, 
uh, weeds, you know, they have the little boxes. That's what me and Adam call referred to houses like this, right? The whole time we would search for houses, we'd be like, do you really want a little box? You know, the little boxes made out of ticky tacky. If you've ever watched weeds, you know what I'm talking about? So it's like that. Um, and if, uh, that in trailer park boys had a baby, <laughs> that's where okay. I live now. Okay. But yeah. what's that cute little like red barn thing that you have in the back? Yeah. I saw it. Yeah, like a, we have a, sh- it's a shed. Is that a it's shed? A okay. Shed. Yeah. It's really just a little, it's a big shed, but yeah, it's yeah. just a shed. So it's our, it's our workspace. So we have all the tools and all my planning stuff. And Cute. Um, I'm probably going to move a lot of like my art stuff out there just so I have like, you know, cool space to do stuff. Yeah. So we have a little barn in our yard and a bonfire pit that's already built. So we don't have to do that. <laughs> we have a really deck. Yeah, like really it's, nice. I've never had, I have an attached garage and a water dispenser. Also two things I've never had in my adult life. Very nice. Um, I no longer have progressive car insurance. I have like real grown up car insurance and home insurance now. <laughs> like I'm just like living my best adult life over here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, it's, it's, it's all been good stuff. Everything has just worked out seamlessly. And I feel like that's when, you know, like shit is like meant to be so feels good to have a home base again and just like take a breath, you know? Um, so this month I really just been focused. Yeah. This month I really, I'm just focusing on like finding what my new routine is. And I think that like when people have really big change like this, um, they're kind of like, they kind of set their routine to the side, right. Completely. And they're just like, eh, fuck it you know? Um, but for me, like I'm giving myself the whole month to find my new like workout routine. What is that going to look like for me now? You know, because obviously I'm not going to be driving 30 minutes of planet fitness five times a week. Right. That's just not going to happen when gas is four fucking dollars again. Oh my God. I can't even with that shit. It's crazy. Uh, Everything's expensive as hell. It's crazy. Inflation is out of control and I'm super fucking over it. And, um, like here in Minnesota, there was like a massive surplus, like they way overtaxed everybody this year. Uh, Fucking bullshit. Give me some money back fuckers. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, okay, so you making the cost of everything go up, but everybody's just making more profit and regular ass motherfuckers are just broker. It's bullshit, dude. I mean, I'm pretty sure most of us aren't getting pay I raises. More in business taxes than I made on my paycheck. I That's own a wild. business and I fucking wrote a check for my business taxes more than I actually made. Like, fuck off. Like, I mean, I just, I don't even, it drives me cuckoo bird. Like, it's it bullshit. Drives, the IRS yeah. just actually sent me a fucking bill <laughs> from our taxes last year. They're like, oh, you oh, actually owe us another $270. I'm like, what the fuck? If you owe them, dude. They would be like, oh, like, no, they just. If I, if I owe the IRS, you. I'm just going to pay them because if I don't want to fucking you, deal with them. They just send you a letter saying, we owe you money and we'll pay it to you when we feel like it. <laughs> yeah, no, they sent me a letter that was like, this shit is due in two weeks. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. Don't forget about yeah. it or we will ruin your life over They're this $200. Like, yeah. I just, the whole thing is crazy town. Yeah. Life is a little tough right now. Um, financially, which next week we're actually going to have a whole episode on budgeting and just helping. Yes. Giving all our best budgeting tips. Um, but today we just wanted to catch up a little bit. Um, and then we actually have a Q and a from some of our listeners. So should we hop into that? Yeah, let's hop into it. All right. So the first question, uh, we got was how did y'all meet and when did you decide to start the podcast? 
oh that's fun yeah so um I reached out to actually my, I, I, I started following Marlena um on Instagram so that's kind of I feel like how we connected was just me seeing her on Instagram and I think probably responding or commenting to some something that she had posted I really liked her vibe and so that was kind of how we first I think connected and then we met at Oprah in person we did yeah in St. Paul we did um afterwards we met we met we met in person and then we had lunch you and I and and Lexi is it Lexi right Lacey. Lacey sorry Lexi oh my god I don't know why that's in my head <laughs> shout Lacey. out to Lacey <laughs> Lacey, and then we talked about it you just kind of brought up that you, it was something you wanted to do and I'm like if you ever want a partner I would love to do it too yeah it <laughs> happened very organically all yeah, of it really organically yeah so and now here we are and it's funny because when we started this podcast we didn't really know each other super well but we've gotten to know each other like so much through what the year and a half we've been doing this. Um, Oh, and BT dubs. I can't even believe I haven't even mentioned this yet. Uh, We hit a hundred thousand listeners. It was amazing last week. So amazing. And the fact that we actually both lived in the same state is even more amazing. Like that's why, because I didn't know that right away when I reached out, I didn't know right away that you even lived in Minnesota. So like, that's, that's even another thing that it really happens. That it was meant someone. to be, it was meant to be. And now we have such an amazing loyal listener base. And we just want to thank you guys. Cause, yeah. um, thank this you. podcast has grown and we're going to keep making it as yeah, long as you guys cool. keep listening. That's really amazing. I know it's insane. Um, all right. So next question. Um, this is a good one. Did you have anybody on the podcast that you didn't like after interviewing them? (laughs) I don't think so. I think think we're pretty good. I think we're pretty good at like picking and choosing who we ask to come on. Um, I will say this though. Um, I think it's important to remember that like, we all don't have to agree on everything. So like, sometimes I'll get messages about like something someone said on the podcast and like someone disagreeing with that or being like, why would you have this person on? They're like promoting X, Y, Z, or they're like doing this, or they're saying to do that. And it's like, yo, we're all different. Like, that's kind of the right. whole point of this podcast yeah. is to like highlight the fact that like what works for one person might not work for the next person, but maybe it'll help someone else and they can adjust it and make it theirs or whatever. Like we don't all have to all agree on everything. If you're only consuming content that you 100% agree with. If you're only talking to people that you 100% agree with, you're never going to grow. You're never going to learn anything else. You're never going to be outside your comfort zone. So like, um, but no, I don't think we've had anybody on the show that afterwards we're like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> Otherwise we probably wouldn't have run the episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, uh, we just would delete it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, just but kidding. if but you no. are a subscriber, which you can subscribe to exclusive content for four 99, mm-hmm. uh, we have some episodes on there where we do spill some tea about some people who, uh, to be maybe we're supposed to be on the podcast <laughs> and then ended up not being for various reasons and things like that. That's where we talk all our shit. So, um, you can go to anchor.fm slash wellness for real slash subscribe <laughs> and subscribe for four 99 a month and listen to those episodes. Um, but yeah, that, that was a great question though. I like that one. 
All right. Someone wants to know if I can talk about jewelry. That's all it says. Can you talk about jewelry? It's very vague. But yes, I guess I can. You should do an episode. Yeah, I certainly could do a whole episode on jewelry. Um, I'll just do just quick basics. Um, If you own fine jewelry, if you're married and you wear a wedding ring and you're wearing it all the time, um, clean your ring, please. Damn, Clean your deeper. ring. And if you have, sm- especially if you have those small stones, like on I the do. band or in a halo or whatever, please go get your stones checked. If you, if your ring is from K's or Jared's, you're supposed to be getting them checked every six months in order for your warranty to be valid. Um, so if you haven't done that, go do that shit right now, get in your car, drive to the jewelry store and get your ring checked. Because I'm going to tell you, how many times in my jewelry career I helped women who were devastated by how damaged and irreplaceable the ring is, um, how expensive it was going to be to fix it because they didn't either keep their warranty up to date or it was just so worn down that it was like, we were literally just building a new ring, fixing so many things. So with jewelry care, like your fine jewelry, if it's gold, platinum, Okay. If it's gold or platinum, it is made to last forever, but it still requires maintenance. So, um, I think that's just like the main thing with jewelry, especially if you're working out with your ring on, if you're, if your your ring is on 24 seven, you need to get and clean it. So many people come into with rashes, women with rashes on their hands or they're becoming allergic to their ring or they think they're becoming allergic to it. And I'm like, no, you just need to clean it. There's so much bacteria in there. It's disgusting. Do you have any tips on cleaning? Yeah, totally. Um, if you're cleaning your ring at home, if you don't want to bring it somewhere, super easy to do. Um, hot water, Dawn dish soap, toothbrush. That's one way to do it. Second way to do it. You can put it in your dishwasher. Just make sure you are, um, like protecting it in something. So Ikea sells these, I'm sure you can buy them other places too. This little, I don't know what to call it, but it's for tea. Right. And you like, we actually use them at the jewelry store to put it in an ultrasonic machine. And what that's for is that if any stones do pop out, you're not going to lose them. It's going to be in the container. So it's like, fuck, I wish I knew what they were called, but it looks like a little like grabby thing with a basket on the end of it. And then it opens up and you can put your ring in it and close it. Right. And then you can put it in the dishwasher. That's the only way I'd recommend washing it in the dishwasher. If you actually have something to like protect it. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. But honestly, hot water, uh, toothbrush, um, soak it. If it's really gunked up, soak it in hot water and dish soap. That's really it. That's all you need. Perfect. Yeah. You should for sure do an episode on jewelry. Jewelry. There's good questions. I think. All right. I'm writing it down. (laughs) All right. Next question. Uh, Who would you love to have as a guest on your podcast? Honestly, I don't really know. I feel like we've had a lot of pretty cool people. Yeah. We've had so many amazing people. I just want to continue to just share stories that people can relate to and connect with and people who normally don't get a voice to share their stories. Um, 
I don't think that there's anybody super specific. Um, we do have someone who's a pretty big name that we'll have on the show in the fall. Um, so we're excited about that. If you're a subscriber, you know who it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. Can you? Mm-mm. I mean, I think no? that was someone that we both wanted to have on and it because of how big that person was, it took a really long time to get them on. <laughs> you know, was, it's so funny. I, I put up exciting. a... I put up a box to ask people, we want to know who you guys want to hear from. So um, DM us, email us. You can leave us messages on Anchor as well. Uh, but I did put up a box on my story and I was like, who do you guys want to hear from? And somebody said J- Johnny Depp. And I was like, because of the trial. And I was like, what do you think we are? <laughs> I'm pretty sure if Johnny Depp's doing an interview after this trial, it ain't going to be with us. <laughs> pretty sure he's going to sit down with like Oprah or, you know. Yeah. Um, but I like that you guys think that we're that like, we got it going on. Yeah, (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Uh, All right. So next question, how can I learn to love myself? Like truly not care what I look like and love me for me. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that there is anybody in this world who just truly unconditionally loves themselves all the time, every single day. It's just not, I think it's one of those expectations we have as a human that's just unrealistic. Like being happy all the time. It doesn't exist. It's just not, yeah, it's just not reality. Now, when it comes to self-love, it is a practice, right? So we talk about that a lot, that it is, it has to be an intentional practice. Um, there are days where I'm like, can't tell me nothing, you know? (laughs) I have those days, but I also have those days where I'm like, I mean, just recently last week was a rough week for me mentally, just between everything going on in the Supreme court with Rovos's Wade and then mother's day on top of that. And being a woman who struggles with fertility and has really complicated caretaking roles in her life. And just all these different things I've experienced, um, you know, having a DNC from a miscarriage, just all these different things. Right. So literally all week, my brain was awful to me and just saying the most awful, horrendous things to me in my mind. Right. I'm saying this to myself because it's my brain. Um, and all week I had to correct myself and I had to be really intentional with being like, reminding myself of all the things that I am, you know, not the things I am not. Um, so as much as I would love to say that there's a way to completely love yourself and be okay with yourself all the time. I just, I I think it's, I think once you learn to accept that that's not reality for anybody, I think then it's easier to like practice self-love, you know, but that's just my opinion. I think figuring out, like you said, what does that practice look like? And that's different for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do think that's different for everybody. So what do you do to practice self-love? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> that's a long process for me. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, it looks like, I think for sure, for me, self-love is taking care of myself. And it's not about like food or that type of thing, but it's really for me, I'm a caretaker. So what I tend to do is give a shit about everybody else besides myself. Um, I come very much last. Um, 
And so I've really had to practice <laughs> um, carving time out for myself, uh, which is really hard for me to do. And so I'm a morning person. So I get up really early, um, probably like I'm up probably at 4.30 almost every day. And I, I know like that's your crazy it's to me fucking crazy. But can I tell you, I do it because, well, I'm fucking up anyways. So I'm just, I'm, I'm already up girl. Like I don't need an alarm clock. It's insane. Yeah. But I used to just fucking lay there. And now I get up and I give myself this chunk of time every morning and it's for me. So, because if I don't, I will not, I will just run from the minute I'm up to the time I go to bed. And so I, that's my time to, whether I'm reading, exercising, watching a show, like whatever it is, it's these couple of hours every single day. That's just for me. And it's, if it, that's it, like, and that's what I've done probably for the last six or seven months. Otherwise I, I won't have it. I mean, so that's one of the things that I've done for me, um, because I am a morning person. So I just figure stop fighting the shit, just embrace it. And, <laughs> um, and, and it's made a difference for me. It's just made my day more productive. It's made me feel better. Um, which, and you know, the domino effect of that is in, it affects my wellness journey. You know, it, it just affects my day better. I'll eat better. I exercise, you know, all those things kind of, I think, make you care about yourself more. Um, totally. and that helps. Yeah. And, uh, for me, definitely positive affirmations, which I know people are like, no, those so are huge, but they work. They're huge. That's they work morning routine. Yes. Yes. Just saying nice shit to yourself. Even, even if it's like, I feel like people hear that and it has to be this, like, I don't know. Like have you have to be, to be very specific, right. Or it has to be physical or whatever, but like, there are things that you love about yourself. So, you know, just remind yourself of those things, um, daily, write them down. I mean, literally right here next to me, I have somewhere, I don't know where it went, but I have, when I'm really struggling mentally, I'll write down five truths five things that I know are absolutely true about me, my life, whatever, you know, and I refer back to those things. So, you know, you just kind of have to find what works for you. Cause what works for one person, like everything is not for everyone, you know? So, um, if journaling is not your thing, try something else, but I think just being consistent, just like everything else. Well, and I life. think when people talk about like gratitude, sometimes, I mean, I do gratitude, but it's not always what I'm grateful for about outside things it's what I'm grateful for about myself and I so I find myself doing that and I'll sometimes do that before I go to bed so that I'm ending my night with that in my brain you know yeah. what I mean like sort of that in my head not just like you know because I think when people think of gratitude it's always sort of like I'm grateful for my family you know what I mean that's kind of like they're but really it's about I'm grateful for my strength my confidence my work ethic like those kinds of things I will make it more internal I love so, that great tips. Um, yeah. but yeah, self-love is a forever journey. Just remember nobody loves themselves all the time. <laughs> we all struggle. Even the most successful people in the world struggle with their self-worth, um, and their imposter syndrome and, yes. you know, all the things that we, we all struggle with that shit. So, um, I don't know, at least for me, like knowing that helps me to like accept myself more knowing that I'm not the only one who struggles with these things, We're you know? Human. You know? Yep. Yep. We sure are. 
Um, all right. Next question. Um, I'm curious to know about your tattoos. I just got my second tattoo and I already want more. Yeah. They're addictive. That's why I'm covered in them. Um, my tattoos are all extremely personal. They all have a very personal story. Um, so it would probably take me again, a full episode to like really go through them all. Um, but I have my gray and black sleeve and it's mostly floral. Every flower represents a different person. Um, the most relevant one is the one I have. I have a rose right on the top of my lower arm. Um, and it's actually a replica of a friend of mine who committed suicide. Um, so I have that there to remind me not only of her, but, um, to remind myself of my own worth and, um, I remember how devastating that is. If you've ever lost someone to suicide, like it's seen the ripple effect of how it just affects so many different people. Um, so I keep that there because I suffer with depression and, um, I do su struggle with suicidal thoughts, um, sometimes. So, um, that's probably one of the most like the deepest tattoo I have. Um, I do also have a lot of tattoos that I got when I was like 18, 19 in a kitchen and I hate them and they look like shit and they have zero <laughs> meaning and, um, hopefully I can have them removed someday. So, um, but yeah, my tattoo artist is Dave Wick here in Minnesota. So if you're in Minnesota, check him out. He does the like watercolor type style. Um, but yeah, cool. that's, that's, I think, a summary of my tattoos. <laughs> um, all right. Another question started therapy. Oh, sorry. This is two of one. Sorry, not a question. Your podcast has transformed my life for the better. It started therapy and a healthier lifestyle with balance. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, thank you, Sandra. We really appreciate your kindness. Cause sometimes, um, I don't know about you, Felicia, but it feels like we could be making this podcast and just we work. So, yeah, we work so hard. And sometimes it just feels like we're talking to ourselves, uh, even though obviously people are listening, not like not that we like do this to get feedback, but the feedback well, really helps us. That it's impactful in a positive way. Yes, exactly. Um, and then last question from our listeners. Will you be bringing back the summer series? I don't know. We haven't talked about it. That's <laughs> so I, guess, so I guess we'll talk about it here. now. That's Marlena. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a cool thing. I mean, yeah. So last summer, if you, if you're a new listener last summer, I did a live summer series where I recorded a podcast episode. I think it was like every week for like two months yeah, live did. on Instagram yeah, with a guest. Um, cool. it, it was a lot of fun. It was a little stressful. It's very hard to coordinate those things. Um, and then also technology, you know, is not my strong suit. So, um, but uh, let us know, do you guys want us to bring back the summer series? We're still in the beginning of May, so we could certainly do it in June and July. Um, or did we do July and August last year? I don't we did remember. July and August, I feel like. Cause it started after the 4th of July. That was the first one. It was like the fifth or sixth. Oh, yep. Yep. You're totally yeah. right. So yeah, let us know if you want us to bring back the live summer series. We certainly can. Um, I know Felicia's hella busy in the summer. So I think that's why we, yep. that was a big reason why we did it last year. Work every single day. Of yes. Life. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that those are all our questions from our listeners. So thank you guys for the questions. And if you guys ever have questions for us, like I said, you can email us, DM us. 
um, you can leave us a message on anchor. Like you can literally leave us voice messages on there. So please do that. If you have feedback for us, we'd love to hear it. Um, and if you still haven't left us a review, what the fuck are you doing? Please. Yeah. Five stars, please. No, please. <laughs> yes. Only if it's a good one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not if you're going to come back and change your star rating later on because you decide you're salty with us. <laughs> if you want to know, subscribe. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.